Hello, and welcome to If You're Bored, a podcast that you can listen to if you have nothing really to do, if you need some background noise, or if you just need to get your mind off something and change the topic you're currently thinking about. Today, we are going to be talk to, talking about podcast podcasts and just generally how they work and why they work and how they've become popular and how and why they were created. Now we're going to start off with my thoughts on podcasts. I figure podcast is a good way and you can get out opinions easily and you can if you have one of our programs you don't even have to have your phone on or whatever you want to listen to on. I listen I listen to podcasts on my phone. I don't know about others other people, but it's a lot easier to understand something and really listen to it if you don't have to constantly look at it. Or at least sometimes it's more cumbersome, especially if you just want to listen to it. And podcasts just make that a little bit easier. Like sometimes there's YouTube videos that I watch, but like they're talking about informative stuff. But I don't necessarily like in or the picture in the picture. It's one picture. They don't have like interesting video, so it's more talking about the. It's it focuses on them talking. And that type of stuff, I feel like it could do better in a podcast because you can just listen to it and you don't have to watch it at the same time when there's nothing really to watch. And they really are a good way to get you get a lot of information out. You can learn new stuff in an interesting way because you can listen. If you have the podcast downloaded, you can listen to them wherever. I've been on car trips where my mom has downloaded a couple of podcasts then that's what that's what we listen to on our way. It's very it's really nice. It's a nice way to spend the time where you spend the time in the car that you can't really do anything with or do anything during because it is a car ride. So there's not like you can't necessarily do something on your phone. And if you don't want to read a book or you didn't bring a book, the best thing you can really do without talking to anyone playing any games in the car which are very difficult really is just to listen to a podcast and it gives you the it can give you the information that you want though it still is interesting and isn't like a informative documentary where it only it makes it formats that information in a less interesting way where through the podcast you have the maker or the creator of the podcast doing whatever they want or like adding different tidbits and different versions to it and expanding on it and since it is their podcast they're able to like they're really able to customize what they want and the voice a little bit different it's a lot it's much more enjoyable now, right now we're going to move to the more information. It goes through the uh, beginning of podcasting the and how some companies and people use it.
Podcasting was developed in 2004 by a former um, former MTV video jockey, Adam Curry, and software developer, Dave Wiener. Winner. 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 Curry wrote a program called iPodder that enabled him to automatically download internet radio broadcasts to his iPod. So developers improved on this idea, and podcasting was officially born. Curry now hosts a show called The Daily Source Code, one of the most popular podcasts on the internet. If that didn't completely make sense, he was able so he was able to download or through the pro program that Adam Curry created, iPodder, he was able to download internet radio broadcasts to his iPod whenever he wanted. And if you've listened to radio on Saturdays or listened to NPR, the National Public Radio, and when they're doing like a story, he's able to download that type of stuff and listen to it whenever he wants. He had he was able to just save it, and he could because li- it was downloaded. You could do whenever you want with it, and that's like the idea of podcasting. You record something. And you send it out so people can watch it whenever they want. There's no, like, set time to be there like it would be on radio. And it's a lot easier. And you can really ha- have a bigger audience because they're able to watch whenever they're there. They really have the freedom to do, do, to listen to the thing that you want to tell them whenever they feel whenever they want, whenever they feel it's the right time to watch it, whenever they have a free time. So if it, the, and it fixed the problem. If you're, if it's a radio, if you have trying to listen to a radio broadcast, or if you have a radio broadcast, your audience may not be able to necessarily, all of your audience might not be able to watch the podcast. And it kind of just disallows that general idea. And they might not be able to listen to podcasts for any number of reasons. Like they're just not able to turn on the radio. They are preoccupied. They are unable to. They just like, don't have a radio or unable to get to a radio in at the time that you have your broadcast up. And that broadcast that problem can only be fixed with radio if like you have do your uh, thing multiple times, which just isn't practical. You'd want to make it put out different types of stories and whatever instead of doing one story all day or once a, or twice a week. And podcasting just allows you allows them to do whatever. Just gives it really just gives out gives freedom to the listener. It gives for more freedom to the listener and to the creator. And of course, a lot of corporations are using it for money. So, although several corporations and big broadcast companies have ventured into the medium, many podcasters are amateurs broadcasting from home studios. There are, I mean, I have a big, I am an amateur podcaster with this. I am currently recording this just on my computer. And they're broadcasting from home, and I am broadcasting from a home studio. As this quote suggests, and all of these quotes are from HowStuffWorks.com. 
just on the history of podcasting, if you want to check that out. And it, and some of the big corporations, they're trying to take monetize. They're trying to monetize it, trying to get themselves, try and get money from offering a service that you have to pay for, or trying to expand their audience. Several companies are trying to turn podcasting into a profitable business. Podcasting aggregators such as PodcastAlley.com and Podcast.net now feature ads. A podcast network based in Australia runs commercials and sponsorships during its audio broadcasts. Television networks have gone into the action, too. National, National Public Radio, or NPR, and other corporations have used podcasts to make money and entice customers into looking at what they want to, looking at their specific goods or uh, service. And this type of this type of monetization and source of income from big corporations, it kind of, at least in my opinion, it kind of pollutes the idea of podcast. It's one of the main or bigger ideas of podcasting. Because like podcast, I mean podcast.net being websites, they're just featuring ads on their websites when you're trying to make your when you're trying to make your podcast. And things like NPR, it's a it's a national public radio. It's tech, it's free to listen to. So they use their ads and monetize they monetize theirs to keep their business afloat. It is a necessary measure that they have to take to be able to keep putting out their public radio that they do. The ads like their only way. And they are in and they they have their ads in different podcasts and in their radio services, of course. But other companies in the page specifically said is B- BBC and the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation are, well, they podcasted some of the shows, but corporations such as Heineken and General Motors, they're using the podcast just to expand their influence, trying to get more people into uh into looking more into their company and trying to advertise their uh things their goods and their their and their services but i think like the cur- at least currently one of the more core aspects of podcasting is explained in this quote Podcasters not only assert their expertise on the subject matter, but also draw a loyal and devoted group of listeners. It's most podcasts. Most podcasts are made by just by people who just they like they do make money off of it, but they do it. But like they're not big corporations. I know some people who have podcasts. Like they have thirty to forty episodes, or yeah, thirty to forty episodes of podcasts. And they do make some money off of it, but they're not big corporations. They make it because they want to make it. And they, some people, of course, make it because they need them. They, that's like their main source of income, but they're, they're still not corporations. They're, they're just people that want to make podcasts. They want to use podcasting as a way to explore their passion or share their passion and show whatever they want. 
and like kind of just talk about the things that they want they specifically want to talk about and like some of them they're popular of course and they make money off of it and that's their living for a couple of people that is their living but they're still not the massive they're not still not massive companies who just have podcasting to expand their influence and in my opinion kind of fill kind of pollute the air of podcasting like the core values a little bit how from being a more home studio podcasters like a group of amateur broadcasting amateur amateur podcasters and making it a little bit more into a group of of big corporations who are using it just to advertise themselves more. And the fact that they're, that they're putting, they're paying for ads and podcasts, that doesn't bother me. But if they're actually making podcasts that just talk about their vehicles, it is an, yes, it is an, a decent way to get your thing out there. But I don't think podcasting is the way that they should be using because they already have the, they already have television. They can use YouTube to promote their things. They can use ads on different sites and cookies and th- and stuff to just really push their products. And yet they've been they're they're using podcasting to just make their own podcast and put more things more and just make more ads. And all of that or most of that was from was my opinion and direct quotes and some um, paraphrasing from HowStuffWorks.com. The link is in the description currently. The next part, and not one of the other things is one of the other sites I found it talks about the history of podcasts it is international podcast day going from the beginning of podcasting all the way up to 2017 which is as as far i assume that it has been created or been updated and it started with of course it started with dave curry adam curry and dave winner are there of the at least they're credited with the invention of podcasting. It's like the exact person is up for the spew, but in the end, these, at least they're the, who knows if they, it is unknown if they were the first ones to create it, but they're the ones that really got it popular and they got the ball rolling. They're one, so they're one of the first. And the, like the term was create, was, kind of made by Ben Hammersley during a he is a guardian or at least was a guardian newspaper um writer or reporter and reporter or or reporter he's the first one that used that term to categorize this new form of media the first podcast service provider that was able to create this or 
yeah, create this way to publish your pot to publish podcasts was liberated syndication libsyn.com or otherwise known as libsyn.com the first one of the first big podcasts it was is pod show by created by adam curry one of the inventors of podcasting and ron bloom The first choice, first People's Choice Award, was by later this was by this week in tech by Leo Laporte. He he was able to win. He was able to win the first one. The first podcasting book was a do-it-yourself guide by Todd Crocane, Crotrain, Cochrane. I'm not exactly sure how to say it. And Apple iTunes 4.9 is released was released in 2005 with native support for podcasts. The first presidential podcast was started in 2005 to 2000 and in 2007 was by George W. Bush. He was the first president to have his weekly address delivered as a podcast. Uh, the first podcast search was from Yahoo in 2005, uh, up until 2010. It launched a podcast search site, so people can listen and s- listen to podcasts and subscribe to the and subscribe to get the episodes. The first six-figure deal that is that's like a hundred thousand first like over hundred hundred thousand dollars or over deal was. By MommyCast, or was by Dixie, able to was Dixie was able to wait. MommyCast was able to get a deal with Dixie for at least hundred thousand dollars in two thousand five, and the deal went up until two thousand twelve. The first, the first time, podcast was finally declared a word of the the word of the year. The new Amer- in the uh, new Ox- Oxford American Dictionary in two thousand five. In two thousand twelve. Uh, in two thousand six, MogulCast wins People's Choice Award at the Podcast Awards, and then and Steve Jobs demonstrates how to make a podcast using Garbage Man in his keynote. And he was he was able to put a little more he was able to help put a little more spotlight on it and make it a little bit easier and make it a little more known how to, you could make your own podcast. In two thousand six, Blueberry Podcast Directory launches the World Director two thousand seven by Ricky Gervas. He set the record for the most downloaded podcast at 261,670 per episode, like downloads per episode, which is, that's a very large number.
Um, some of the other things in 2008, uh, Edison Research posts reports Americans who have heard of podcasting is 37 percent. Pew Research states that 19 percent of internet users have downloaded a podcast, which is pretty big. It's getting very, very well known. Uh, the first four-player podcast wins the People's Choice Awards at the podcast People's Choice Award at the Podcast Awards, and that is four four-player. Wait, four-player podcast won the People's Choice Awards. Said that wrong. In twenty eleven, Adam Carolla becomes the Guinness World Record holder for the most downloaded, po- the newest most downloaded podcast. After receiving 59,000, 59,574,843 unique downloads from March 2009 to to March 16th, 2011, which is a, that's almost 60 million, which is, that's a lot. In 2012, Edison Research states that 29% of Americans have listened to a podcast. It's gonna. It gets more and more popular. In 2013, Apple launches one billion podcast subscriptions, sub- podcast subscribers, which is like there's there's been one billion subscribe subscriptions to all sorts of different podcasts. President Obama even comes on a podcast, it's the WTF podcast, by Mark Maroon. Marin and his he's president then president Barack Obama was interviewed by him in 2017 personal audio patent troll the court ruled in favor of electronics electronic frontier foundation which is in the patent troll personal audio which did not invent to prevent podcasting so they tried to patent it and like patented just so like just make sure try and get so they because it didn't I guess it didn't have a patent so they tried to make sure that they got the patent so they can make tons they could they, they would make a lot of money if they were able to win that patent but luckily they failed the the court ruled the court rules that court rules that they did not create the patent and is it. it Either is still up for grabs or gate was given to the right, correct person. Okay, thank you for watching this first episode of If You Are Bored on the idea of podcasts and podcasting and how it can be used. If you would, if you have an idea and would like to share it for a future episode, there will be a link down in the description of this epi- of this podcast episode where you can send me a voice message with your idea, and I will and I will very much consider this consider it for a for an episode. Thank you for watching, and bye.